Welcome to the Incomparable Podcast, a podcast from 10ofthose.com. This is a podcast exploring the character and attributes of God. Each episode in this series is an extract from the book Incomparable, written by Andrew Wilson and read by Neil Gardner. The full book explores 60 characteristics, but this series is designed to just give you a little taster, picking out 15. Each podcast is like the chapters in the book, fairly short, five to seven minutes long, and so hopefully very manageable. If you want to read the whole book or listen to the audiobook, visit 10ofthose.com where you can purchase the physical, audio, and ebook. So without further ado, let's dive into episode 10, looking at God is Spirit. We hope you find this podcast a blessing. We tend to struggle with things we cannot see. Child psychologists say that if you show young babies a toy and then remove it from their line of sight, they do not realise that the toy still exists. But to be honest, adults can live a bit like this too. That's why we live our daily lives as if famine in Somalia or child prostitution in Cambodia are not real, and why charities try to remind us that they are by showing us pictures of them. It's why people commit adultery when they are away from their families. It's why we have a debt-ridden culture, as people ignore things they can't see, like debts or bankruptcy in the future, in favour of things they can, like fast cars and big houses and trips around the world. Often, it really is a case of out of sight, out of mind. This is where idolatry comes from. Worshipping an invisible God is very challenging for us as sensual, visual creatures, so throughout history we have tried to get round this by giving our attention and praise to material things. Pagans worship the sun and wooden statues. Religious people worship icons and crucifixes. Secular humanity worships secular humanity by giving the credit for everything good to educated humans – and by literally worshipping celebrities and musicians and footballers. Even the Israelites, the people of God, lost patience while Moses was up on the mountain and built a golden calf just three months after seeing the Red Sea divided for them, and a few hours after eating the manna that Yahweh had miraculously provided. Exodus 32 Limited Small-minded physical beings like us want a physical God to worship. But God is spirit, or, put negatively, he does not have a body. He does not have physical limitations, such that he can only be in one place at once. He is not constrained by space or even time. The gods of other nations in Scripture were always in physical form, limited and finite and visible, so small that they were easily grasped by man. The true God, on the other hand, is the king of ages, immortal, invisible, the only God. 1 Timothy 1.17 The one whom no one has ever seen or can see. 1 Timothy 6.16 He is spirit. Of course, there are a number of times in Scripture when God uses bodily language of himself to help explain what he is like. We call these anthropomorphisms, pictures of God using human imagery. 
So we read about God's eyes, his knowledge, his arm, his power to save and to judge, his feet, his rule, his face, his glory, and so on. But we should not take these to mean that God actually has these bodily parts, any more than we would take the foot of the mountain to mean something with toes. They are simply word pictures, given out of God's desire for us to know and understand something of what he is like. God, as Jesus makes clear in John 4.24, is spirit. That God is spirit, not body, affects our worship, as Jesus explains to the Samaritan woman in this passage. Remember, in the second commandment, Yahweh specifically told Israel not to make any likeness of anything, even himself, for use in worship. This is because physical representations of God limit him, since he is spirit. A single physical image cannot possibly convey more than a tiny fraction of the nature of God, and therefore it will distort rather than reveal his character, no matter how helpful we might find it. Think about it. Focusing on a crucifix may help you understand Jesus' suffering humanity, but at the cost of his conquering divinity. Staring at an icon of the Madonna and child might help you worship the imminent Christ of Matthew 1 and Luke 2, but it will obscure the transcendent Christ of Revelation 1 and Colossians 2, not to mention the transcendent God of Ezekiel 1 and Psalm 2. Interestingly, when Jesus taught us how we should remember him, he gave us something dynamic, a meal which focused on both crucifixion and resurrection, trauma and triumph, rather than something static. So we are to avoid using images and instead to worship God in spirit and in truth, always recognising that we cannot see him all at once. The outstanding statement of this, in expounding the same verse we are studying, was made by Stephen Charnock in 1680. Since we cannot have a full notion of him, we should endeavour to make it as high and as pure as we can. Conceive of him as excellent, without any imperfection, a spirit without parts, great without quantity, perfect without quality, everywhere without place, powerful without members, understanding without ignorance, wise without reasoning, light without darkness. And when you have risen to the highest, conceive him yet infinitely above all you can conceive of spirit, and acknowledge the infirmity of your own minds, and whatsoever conception comes into your minds, say, This is not God. God is more than this. If I could conceive him, he were not God. Knowing God means acknowledging our limitations. It means resisting the temptation to take a God who is spirit and turn him into a model, or a painting, or anything else we might use to make him more manageable and comprehensible. And it means knowing him and thinking of him as spirit, not body, and worshipping him in spirit and in truth. Thanks for listening. On the next episode, we'll consider God is Light. Don't forget, if you want to get the book for yourself, you can purchase the physical, ebook, or audiobook from tenofthose.com. The book has the same title as this podcast, 
Incomparable, and it's written by Andrew Wilson. Why not consider sharing this podcast with a friend so you can listen along and learn together? See you next time. Hit subscribe so that you get the latest episode as soon as it drops.